Welcome to our next voyage on T-10, the show with 10-minute takes on the future of education in healthcare. I'm your host, Tim Fitzpatrick. On today's voyage, you'll hear from Caroline Webb, a certified nephrology nurse and someone I am lucky to call a teammate here at Icona. Caroline has been working with patients in kidney care settings for over a decade, from her time as a dialysis nurse to working as a case manager for a major payer, supporting patients at all stages of kidney disease and kidney failure. What I love about Caroline is her passion and involvement across this community. We chat about her role as a commissioner with the Nephrology Nursing Certification Commission, or NNCC, her decision to pursue her nurse practitioner degree, and why she is such a strong advocate for her peers. We talk about potential for bringing the benefits of new tech into such a complex and difficult setting like kidney care, but also why it's so important to help bridge the gaps in access to care for underserved communities. If you follow our work at Icona, you might recognize Caroline as our clinical education lead and host of our community webinar series. We are ready to go. Please enjoy my conversation with Caroline Webb. Caroline, so good to see you. I'm really excited to have you on the show. I appreciate you joining me on T-10. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you, Tim. Of course. My pleasure. Well, let's, uh, let's jump in. I know some people might recognize your name and possibly your face from Icona webinars and the work you've done with the team and, and getting those patient-focused educational webinars together. Um, I'd love to give people an idea of who you are and kind of your background and obviously how we ended up working together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I've been a nurse uh, for about the past 10 or 11 years. And for most of that, I've been working with kidney disease patients. Um, I just happenstance moved to Philadelphia when I um, a few years after I finished a nursing school and wanted to try a new adventure and uh, got a position doing acute dialysis at the University of Pennsylvania. Um, and I really didn't know anything about dialysis. I didn't know anything. I mean, I knew a little bit about kidney disease just from nursing school, but wasn't super um, well-versed in the topic. And I fell in love with it. I just really loved the patient population. I loved the science behind it and how difficult and challenging it is. So I went on to do some peritoneal dialysis outpatient in Philadelphia. Um, And then my husband and I moved to North Carolina to be closer to family. um, And I did some chronic kidney disease case management. Um, So I got to talk to patients from the whole spectrum of chronic kidney disease, early stage, all the way to dialysis, after transplant, all of that. Um, And I think that's when you and I got connected, um, which is awesome. And we share our passion for patient um, education. And um, I just love the mission of Icona. So we've been working together now, I guess, for the past um, couple of years. Um, Yes. And it's been, it's been incredible. Obviously a lot of what I know, I have you to thank and, and obviously watching you work, listening to you give these educational sessions to patients to large uh, both in the one-on-one setting and the one-to-many setting. Um, I think it's really cool that you've you've done multiple different areas of care. I love the way you frame why you're drawn to kidney care in particular, because there is that unique, uh, the patient population, wonderful to work with, to understand, to support across the care continuum, the complexity of the disease itself, and then the science behind it. I, I love the way you kind of frame those. Um, I know you're also really active outside of just Icona and doing webinars um, and you're, you know, getting involved in associations at the professional level. And I've seen your name floating around when I go to conferences and in some of the, the journals that we've been involved in. I'd love for you to kind of also talk about 
other areas where you personally have kind of continued to pursue the the professional side of things beyond just uh, what, your work, obviously with with Icona and with patients in those settings? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my other big passion is making sure our nurses are well are treated well and that they feel competent and can care for um, kidney disease patients in the way that they deserve to be. And a huge part of that um, is working with the Nephrology Nursing Certification Commission, um, the NNCC. So I'm a commissioner for them. And um, we certify uh, nurse practitioners, nurses, both in the dialysis setting and nephrology as a whole, um, and dialysis technicians. Um, and so we create the testing for that and the pride behind being um, a certified uh, healthcare professional in kidney disease. Um, and so I get to attend some of the conferences and really reach out to the healthcare side of that too. So um, I feel really blessed that I get to do patient education and also be an advocate for nurses and dialysis technicians. I, I love that. Obviously, you um, the whole idea of supporting your your colleagues professionally, and again, it's just really gratifying and a unique perspective for me to attend some of these things and to see your name shared and just floating around there. It's fun. It feels like. And this is this is definitely more of a question, but there seems to be kind of a, a generation of kidney care professionals that are also benefiting from some of the, the recent tailwinds or excitement around kidney care. I'm curious if you could talk a bit about, uh, because I know school is also part of your, your personal roadmap, and maybe you can touch on that too, but if you have thoughts on maybe colleagues and people you've met in your professional circles and kind of walk us through your decision to get involved in, in that as a way to support your colleagues, but also to pursue your own professional advancement. I'm just curious how you think about those, given that you've, you have worked in dialysis settings, you have worked as a case manager and how you kind of think through those options. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that uh, first of all, the best, better we can stick together and learn from each other, um, better we can advocate for just healthcare professionals in general. So um, attending those conferences and being certified and being, you know, networking and being part of the community um, has been a huge blessing and just really helps to uh, double down on um, giving the best care that you can and also really just enjoying your your profession. But um I also have some really wonderful mentors that I've learned, uh, interacted with along the way, and they happen to be nurse practitioners. Um, so uh, they're big proponents of continuing education and continuing to go back to school, which I am as well. Um, so I have been working on my family nurse practitioner degree for the past couple of years um, and just am really inspired by them and the care that they've given patients throughout their career. Um, and just kind of want to follow in their footsteps um, and hopefully also inspire the people behind me to do the same thing um, and just innovate along the way, though, you know, uh, continue to make progress and learn from each other and um, support each other. And I think the cool thing is, since we have so much technology now, I mean, a lot of these people don't live anywhere near me. You know, I'm allowed to I can connect with people from across the country, across the globe and learn from them, um, which is incredible. And I think that's a huge benefit to my generation and the people behind me um, because we have a, a bigger community to, to learn from. Yeah, uh, well said. And obviously this is a great 
segue. Honestly, I want to talk to you about education. I want to talk to you about all the things that we've worked on together, but then also uh, I think it'd be incredibly helpful. One of the the best lessons I've gathered from you is is how to think about innovation and technology and all these benefits that we are taking advantage of in our generation and obviously how we think about supporting patients, but then staying grounded in what you mentioned at the beginning, which is the complexity, the challenges of being in a dialysis setting or talking to patients who are managing much more than kidney disease and at varying stages of of understanding kidney disease. I, I'd love to kind of focus in on the innovation and technology side. And, and for you as someone who has seen the challenges and understands what is possible, I'd love to hear your take on kind of where are the opportunities you've, you've touched on the professional training side and ability to connect. And that's a wonderful example of where that virtual connection makes sense. Where do you see on the patient facing side, some of those opportunities that technologies of any kind, and this is really kind of open-ended, where do you see those opportunities in the near term for patients to benefit from some of that innovation? Yeah, absolutely. I think there are a lot of opportunities, um, starting from just catching kidney disease earlier. I think technology can help us with screening process. I think it can help us with identifying people who are at risk earlier. Um, And that way we're kind of on top of it and preventing dialysis um, where possible. Um, And then of course, where that isn't possible and we end up on dialysis, um, it's going to be immensely helpful as we continue on. And with Icona, that's what we're working on is promoting um, patients to have autonomy and deciding what modality they might want to choose for kidney replacement therapy. So making sure people have all the education they need about transplant and what their options are there about peritoneal dialysis and how that might benefit them or may not be for them, but just having access to all of that information. Um, I think that leads to a well-informed patient who feels in control. Um, and I think technology can greatly help um, in that sense. And I think we have areas of the country and patient populations that don't necessarily get access to a lot of um, technology, a lot of education opportunities, um, you know, just our underserved areas. And I think technology could bridge that gap. I mean, we can take technology to rural areas. We can take technology to help with health literacy and in populations that may need a little bit of extra support. And I think that gap can definitely be closed with technology. Um, I might not know exactly how, but I know that Icona does and people (laughs) and other companies. And so um, that's why I love partnering with um, the people who know how. (laughs) Well, I I would say, you know, better than anyone in setting the the patients and and you and people who understand that point of care best. You know, if if there's one thing that we can do to support you to to say, hey, here's here's what the technology can do. Now let's find a way to implement this in a way that makes sense based on the the challenges you've seen. What are the real pain points you're facing, whether it is health literacy or early detection or beyond early detection? What do you do now once you know you have it earlier? Um, understanding modality options. I mean, that's what I get excited about is we do know the people who are uh, well-versed in what the tech can do. It's really, and you know, this now having worked in us working with you for two years, it's more about how do you actually build something that 
can stand healthcare um, that can actually integrate into existing workflows and um, maybe give people some time back or reduce stress for patients who are trying to understand their options. So that's what that's what I get excited about. Okay, this there's one area in particular I want to dig a bit deeper into here based on what we've talked about a lot on on this show on T minus 10, and that is modality options education. You know, thinking about um, I love the fact that you talked about transplantation and peritoneal dialysis PD and whether or not those are the paths that patients ultimately choose to go down, having access to that information, just knowing what their options are is, of course, paramount and incredibly important. And um, I'm always shocked to know um, when patients are, are not necessarily informed given where they are. So could you, maybe I want to wrap things up here and have you talk about opportunities specifically within modality options and education for patients who are considering their options. Yeah, absolutely. I um, am a little bit biased because I worked in home dialysis for a (laughs) while, but I just think that it gives people the opportunity to have more time, have more control, um, maybe quality of life. You know, our elderly population having to go into the center four times a week is strenuous and it's a lot. So um, I really like the holistic approach that home dialysis has. And I just want everybody to have that opportunity to understand all of their options and maybe be able to choose that. Um, when I was doing home dialysis, there were a lot of cases where people had been on dialysis for 10 years, you know, a long time and had never really learned about home or didn't think that that was for them because nobody had mentioned it to them. Um, and I think that's, that's a huge gap. That's somewhere that we can, we can make a difference. And even if that person doesn't ultimately choose that modality and doesn't ultimately think home is for them, just having that option is, is an important right that I think patients should have. Um, And I also think that goes along with transplant too, making sure that they know all about transplant and if it may be an option for them, or at least talking through that and being provided that education um, gives gives a lot of room for them to advocate for themselves and also just wholly understand what their options might be. Um, so just overall patient education uh, is what it comes back down to. But mm-hmm. I think, uh, especially in some of those underserved areas, uh, sometimes in the hustle and bustle of things or just in the routines that we get stuck in, um, they don't have access, patients don't have access to that information. Um, so I think I am really um, optimistic that in the future that's going to change and that we have good plans to uh, get that information to the people who need it. Um, and so I'm excited. I'm excited to see how patient education improves um, the lives of our kidney disease patients because it can be any of us at any time. Uh, the rise of diabetes and hypertension in this country, um, it affects all of us. If, if we aren't affected personally, then our neighbor, our church member, whoever is. So um, so it's just important. It is. Well, I, I echo that. I'm so excited and obviously to be uh, able to work with people like yourself who are just passionate and have been serving this patient population and working so closely for years. You know, I'm obviously grateful for for everything you've taught me, and I would encourage anyone listening here um, who does want to learn more from Caroline, we put together a patient education community webinar series that's you know available through Icona, but 
Um, importantly, it talks about a lot of these topics. It talks about everything ranging from the earlier stage kidney disease and things like managing sodium and thinking about nutrition goals to um, more medication management on the horizon and thinking about goal setting for the new year and holiday planning. Uh, we really cover a, a broad range and have some great guests who come on and share their expertise as well, but highly encourage you to go check out Caroline's work. Uh, we'll provide links in the show notes. Um, Caroline, anything else in particular, places that you want people to be aware of or places for them to to get a hold of you, to contact you? We, we like to have our guests share ways they like to be um, interacting with communities in case people have questions afterwards and want to say hello. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope everybody joins us over in the community webinars. Um, I've gotten to meet so many cool people through that, and I think everyone can benefit from listening to those. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn at Caroline Webb if you have questions or want to contact me. Um, you can also email me through my Iconic email. Um, and uh, you can check out the NNCC. I recommend certainly if you're a nurse, um, or a dialysis technician, please, please come check out our website, get certified. Um, there's uh, even an advanced exam for our dialysis technicians. So lots to check out over there too. Amazing. I'm glad you called out that last point because I know we do have some um, technicians who listen and who have reached out separately. So hopefully some valuable resources uh, for that community too. Caroline, so good to have you on. Thank you for, for coming on, for sharing your story. I'm so excited for people to hear this, to get to know you a bit better and really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. I've loved being here. <laughs>